Tis the season, and it is a season characterized by preparation. We will prepare our homes with decorations. We will prepare gifts and celebrate generosity. We will prepare meals to share with our loved ones. Most importantly, we prepare our hearts to celebrate the birth, the incarnation, the coming, the advent of Jesus. During the Christmas season, we reflect on the hope, faith, joy, and peace that came through the coming of Christ. Sometimes life can feel very chaotic. Is that true? And there's lots of things in the world that don't feel very peaceful. We read from Luke 2, 8 through 14, when it has already been read, we read it again. And in the same region there were shepherds out in their field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of what? Good news of great joy that will be for who? For all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Christ came, this is point one of the outline, if you see the outline in your bulletin, you'll also find it in the YouVersion Bible app. Here's point one. <coughs> Jesus came to bring us peace. Jesus came to bring peace between us and God. Praise the Lord. You see, God created the world perfect, but mankind, humans, turned away from God. So we were disconnected from God and living in disharmony with one another, and Jesus came, being fully God and fully man, lived the perfect life, died on a cross, and rose again so that we could have new life, so we could have peace with God. Praise the Lord. Now, if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you know that we, we have been saved. We've been declared forgiven by God. We're still being saved. Nobody here is perfect yet, right? And we will be saved. And if you're here and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I encourage you to surrender to him. Ask him to forgive your sins, to be the Lord of your life. If you're here and you don't say, hey, I don't really know all that much about 
Christianity. I don't really know that much about Jesus. We would love to talk to you more about that. We'd love to get you into a Bible study and so forth. Let us know on your connection card. Jesus came to bring peace between us and God. Romans 5.1 puts it this way, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Second point I'd like to make is Jesus came to bring peace that redeems the past. Some of the kids are here. When the children's sermon was done, I believe Jake did it one time with toothpaste. Anybody was here that week? He had toothpaste, and he took the toothpaste, and he squirted it on a plate like this, and then he said, okay, now put it back in. You really can't get the toothpaste back in, right? And I was thinking about that. We all have regrets. We all have things we did that we wish we wouldn't have done. True? And we have no way of undoing those things. So we need to be forgiven. And that's what Christ came to do. He came to provide a way of forgiveness. Praise the Lord. All of the Old Testament points forward to the coming of Christ. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15 puts it this way. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. So sometimes people ask, what happened to all those people who lived before Jesus came? Well, Jesus died for the sins of all who would put their faith and trust in him. Right? In the Old Testament, they were looking forward. They didn't know all the details, so they're forward to a coming Messiah, and they had uh, sacrifice and so, so forth they did. In the New Testament, we see Christ come, and we put our faith in him. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, And he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh. We regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. That means our past does not define us when we're in Christ. Praise the Lord. We don't wear some other label. Our identifying mark is the fact that we know Jesus. Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here's the interesting thing. Over all of these years in America, many people are in church all the time, and they, they fail to be impressed the way we should be impressed, or in awe, the way we should be in awe of what I've just said, right? The, the Jesus, fully God and fully man, came as a baby. Can you imagine that? Not to some rich family, but to a, a poor family, lived a perfect life, was falsely accused, beaten, crucified, put in a tomb, and raised again. And all of that happened so that we could have new life. 
so that we need not be stuck to our past. You've seen these rings, right? And people go around and say, look at the ring. You can look at the ring. There's nothing in the ring. There's, there's no opening in the ring. So how am I going to get this ring off here, right? Now, if you're looking for somebody to do some phenomenal trick here, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> okay, if that's what you're looking for. So you're saying, hey, but wait. It's not really true. They aren't all stuck to that ring, right? Because you're not showing us the whole ring. There's an opening there, and you could be free. True? And if I was really good and quick at hand, I'd, I'd hide that little area that's open in the ring. And I'm sad to say that there are many people that have been deceived and think they can't get free from their sins. And the gap in the ring would represent what Christ has done for us. That we could be free. And people try all kinds of different things. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try to be really religious. I'm going to try to really do all these good things. But the truth is, none of us are good enough to get to heaven on our own. Praise the Lord that he provided a way. Don't praise the Lord that there's no way on our own. If there wasn't the end of that sentence that Christ has made a way. Right? Used to be, and I use this example all the time, my, my favorite children's <laughs> sermon example was to have all the kids in front of the church and say that I will give you a dollar if you can get into the foyer without touching the floor or the chairs or the back doors. And there's always some child who says, that's impossible. My kids are here today, and, and they've seen me do that, and so they would just make a buck easy. Maybe not now as they get bigger. They may be harder to carry, but when they were little, they would say, just carry me, right? Amen? Jesus came to give us peace with our past. Isn't that phenomenal? Do, do we really believe that? Are we really excited about that? Next thing I want us to see is that Jesus came to bring peace that secures our souls in him in the present, right now. Jesus went away to prepare a place for us, but he sends his spirit to indwell those who with their faith and trust in him. And for that, I brought a flashlight. This, by the way, is one of my son's favorite ones. He's gonna, it's got a little strobe light on it. <laughs> Anybody here scared of the dark? It's a little bit scared of the dark? Yeah, I mean, and a flashlight really helps, doesn't it? So if you're in a dark, kind of scary neighborhood, and someone says, well, here's a flashlight to help you, that'd be helpful. But there's something else you might want, right? Somebody to walk with me. Remember the story told of a little boy? He was holding his dad's hand, and he was walking through a really bad neighborhood. And uh, the father asked the son, he said, do you, do you know where you are? And the little guy said, no, no idea where I'm at. Do you know how to get home? The little guy said, no. Dad said, are you scared? And the little boy said, no. 
And the dad said, why not? He said, because I have your hand and you know where you're going. Right? Jesus came so we wouldn't live our lives in confusion and chaos. That our lives would have direction. When Jesus looked on the crowds, when he walked the earth, he, he said they were like sheep without a shepherd. They were like sheep without a shepherd. It means they, they had no direction, right? And no protection. And he came to be the good shepherd for us. Us being all who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. John 16, 33 says it this way. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. The peace that we have as Christians it isn't a peace that doesn't know any sorrow or any trouble or any problems. It's a peace that knows God, and God is unshakable. And his kingdom cannot be defeated. Praise the Lord. In Matthew 11, 28-29, Jesus said this, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Perhaps there's some today here, you need rest for your souls, don't you? You need to turn to Jesus. I love having Richard Aquino lead our, our singing in the softer service. I was talking to Richard, and I was uh, saying, you know, if, if I needed to get to the Philippines, I wouldn't take swimming lessons. Right? That's a lot of ocean to try to cover. I get what? An airplane ticket. If you want to get to heaven, turn to Jesus. And that will give rest for your soul in the here and now also. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Jesus came so we'd have peace with God. Jesus came so that we could have peace with our past. Jesus came so we could have peace in the present. Jesus came to bring peace that will fill the whole earth in the future. Point four. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nations, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulders, the rod of his oppressors you have broken as on the day of Median. For every boot of the trampling warrior in battle tumult, and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, 
To us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. And on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it, to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Habakkuk 2.14 says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Romans 8.19-21 says, For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Revelations 21, 1-4 says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. You see, there's coming a day in the whole earth, the new heaven and new earth will be filled with the glory of God. There'll be no more death, there'll be no more dying, there'll be no more weeping. The payment for you and I to be there was paid by Christ. Paid for all who will put their faith and trust in him. <coughs> Praise the Lord. You know, on my iPad here, I can go, I can go on a, all kinds of things, and I can order all kinds of different things. You knew that, right? In fact, right now I can check on some orders that I'm hoping will make it here by Christmas. How about you guys? <laughs> Got some stuff you ordered. And I get a confirmation that says, your order is in place. And I can even right now track where one of the packages is. Well, I don't know the exact day or hour that Christ is returning, but I know he will return. Praise the Lord. And I know he's placed us on this earth to be agents of his peace. To help people find peace with God. Peace with their past. Peace in their, peace in their present. And peace for their future. Through faith in Christ. Amen? Have you got your confirmation number yet? The Holy Spirit residing in you, a deposit guaranteeing of what's to come? If not, give your life to Jesus. Ask Him to be your Lord and your Savior, the forgiver of your sins, the boss of your life. And if He has already done that, already become your Savior, you take a moment and thank him, and we take a moment 
this week to share that with someone else. Next steps of faith there. Ask Jesus to be my Lord and Savior for the first time. Get baptized. Baptism is just an outward sign of an inward working. Not just. I should never say just. It's a powerful thing. Praise the Lord. Share Christ with a friend. So many hurting people. Jesus came to a broken world to bring ultimate peace. Not an instant ending of every war, but the means by which every war would end ultimately. Praise the Lord. There's always a line there I believe the Lord is leading me to that we leave there. So if the Holy Spirit is prompting you, uh, we want to hear what the, the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do and what action to take. At this time we'll receive the morning offering. As the offering boxes come, you can put your connection cards in there. And also, if there's any offerings. Uh, if you're visiting today, uh, please don't worry about the offering. If you're here and you are committed to the things that are happening here in the church, we'd love to have you uh, generously give. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for each life here. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for the peace you bring to our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And the people said, This sermon is from Edgewood Baptist Church. You can find more information about us online at ebc-edmonds.org. Thanks for listening.